Okay, Dad, we're live with Listen to Lou, Motherfuckers of the World Unite. And what's the topic today? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> the topic today is on marriage. So you had said, I think, um, like three podcasts ago that you had been married to mom for like 48 years. 48 fucking years, yeah. For a long time. And so I know that you've already told the audience how you met mom. But well, she disputes, but that's beside the that's point. That's all good. But this is the Listen to Lose show, not right. the, you know. Right, not what Pat says. Right. right. So I'm curious, when did you know that you were first in love with my mother? Yeah, probably about a month and a half into meeting her, I realized she was probably the one. And then I, what I did was I introduced it to my grandmother. Yeah. Who was like the, if the grandma says that she's good, I think she's the best person I've ever seen about figuring out people are good or bad, right. judging human nature. Yeah. If grandma said she was good, she was good. And, and she, she had said, a great pair of boobs, too. But that always helps. That, that was the thing. That, was, that started the process, I would say, moving down the road. Uh, good time. Then grandma sort of solidified it. There you go. Um, can you remember uh, a specific moment when you realized, okay, I'm going to marry this woman? Like, was there a, like a one moment that was like, Aww. Well, you see, your mother had her, her own apartment, and so did I. And I never slept over because your sister was there. Right. And it was like one night it was cold out, and I had to go home. I said, I don't want to keep doing this shit, man. Might as well get married. <laughs> that was it? Yeah, I didn't want to keep going home. <laughs> it was dark out. It was snowing. I said, this, this sucks. I said, I might as well get married and end this shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Very practical. It was, yeah. It was very yeah, practical. It was dumb to have two apartments. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I guess when you said you finally did say I do, could you imagine at that point that like you'd be married, you know, almost fifty years? Nobody thinks you're gonna be alive when you're twenty-three. You don't think you're gonna be alive fifty years later or forty-eight years later? You think you'd be like in a nursing home with, you know, walking around with a walker or a wheelchair? You don't think, you know. I mean, did you comprehend, like, when you said, I do, that it oh, yeah, I knew like that was life, it. I, I, lifetime sentence? It's because I go back to the fact that my dad took off, and I was yeah. determined that if I got married, and when I got married, I would never do that. I would be there forever. And obviously, you know, you have been. Um, you can tell by the fact that I have no hair. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what has been the hardest and the easiest elements of staying married? Hardest element of staying married and like the easiest the hardest thing is learning how to you know, give in and you know, meet people halfway sometimes more than halfway compromise compromise that that and that's the hardest thing because you got these two people they they didn't grow up together they right. met they maybe know another no one of their year a little bit more than that sure. and they decide now forever they're going to spend the rest of their life together yeah. that's a huge deal how, you you don't know how that's going to work, but you know you got to make it work because you made a commitment. Right. You swore, okay. Right. I've only swore three things in my life, okay? okay. And that was one of the three things. Yeah. Yeah. I swore to defend my country. I swore to, when I was a police officer. I swore the oath, and I swore to God I would stay married to your mother forever. Yeah. Took three oaths in my life, so I was in, <laughs> whether I liked it or not. I mean, what has been the easiest element of staying married to my mom? Well, your mom's a good person. She got a great pair of boobs. I got to see them every day. There I didn't have go. to go home anymore. I was home. <laughs> and they're always readily available. They're always readily available. Absolutely. Boom. Um, 
I'm curious, like one of the things is that since I think I've been three, you've been an entrepreneur and a lot of times you've worked with my mom in some sort of fashion. Do you recommend that? Did that work for you guys? Like how is that process? Absolutely not. No, it did not work. It was very difficult. It didn't work. It put a lot of pressure on the marriage when you're at home. Nah. I was going to say. Because your, your mother's a perfectionist. Okay. Right. I'm an idea guy. Yeah. For your mother, you know, you got to put the fucking pencil back in the same holder. The pencil. Who cares where the fucking pencil was the last time there, where the paper was stacked? Right. I don't know where she gets that from, or if I, know. I, you know, I know because you're the same way. You don't give a shit where you put the paper or the pencil, but it's uh, down. You know, I can never work with you. That's why. I'll be like, I stay in the background. She yeah. makes it happen. Yeah. Um. Don't I, recommend it. No. What are I guess two or three things that you wish you would have known when you got married, like critical things that you're like, damn, I wish I would have known it. Maybe it would have made the road easier. You know, there's, there's nothing you can say you wish you knew because it doesn't matter. Once you said you, you wish you raise your hand, it doesn't fucking matter what you knew, what you didn't do. You're in it, baby. Start swimming. Okay. I, but I don't know how to swim. Tough shit. Start yeah. swimming. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Woulda, coulda, shoulda don't work. Right, you're done. I'm in it. I'm done in. I'm in. I'm going to make it work, whatever it is. What, what did I not know? I wish I was rich. That was my only problem. I yeah. was poor. Okay. Yeah. But your mom was a great person, great family. Sure. Her, her parents, her mom and dad were the best. My mother-in-law follower, just the best. I was very lucky. I was blessed. Had your sister right away. Yeah. Loved your sister from day one. It was a wonderful situation. Yeah. I won. I feel sorry for how she got stuck with me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, what's the best advice, I guess, you can give to husbands and even fathers? Like being 49 years in or 48 Get years a mirror, okay, and get in front of her and practice two words, yes, dear, and smile when you say it. <laughs> That's the best advice. Right. Yes, Even dear. if behind this side you really want to say, but to the mirror you're saying, yes, dear. That's good advice, Dad. I know. Get a mirror. Get a mirror. <laughs> practice. Keep right. practicing. Um, happy wife, happy life, right? Something like that. Yeah. So... I know one of the things, again, you've been married. You were, what, 22, 23 years old? 23, yes. And, and your mother was 29. Yeah. Six-year difference. So, I mean, since then, things have changed in the world, and the roles of husbands has changed. I'm curious, I mean, how would you suggest new husbands focus on maintaining a happy home? Because the roles have changed. Tough. I think it's very difficult today because I think the, the role of the man is a completely different role than it was for me. It was right. a lot easier for my generation, I think, now. You were the breadwinner, right? Right. right. She's was the, the... She was the mom that stayed at home even though your mother didn't. She right. worked. And the breadwinner and the, the guy made the decisions and the woman carried them out. Yeah. Uh, now it's a, you know, now they're both equal partners and they're both working together. And so there's that friction when you're working with a person yeah. who's not your relative, okay, who maybe not wasn't raised the same way you were. But right. you're now married, and you got to make it work, and you got to work together. That's a lot of extra toughness on a man and a woman. That's yeah. something you just got to got to work on. But it's tough. It's I t I feel sorry for women today and men because women are much more independent. They think differently, and right. the, and the guys got got a, guys got along. Guy, the guys have to go along and think differently too. Yeah, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just right. saying that's the way it is. Right. Um. What makes love last? What do you think? Like for you guys. I mean, I have, I feel like I have my own idea of like what makes your love last, but I'm curious, like. 
You mean from a man's point of view? From your point of view, what has made your love last with pair, my mom? Hey, the best pair of boobs I ever saw in my life. <laughs> I mean, I would say this, and it kind of goes along with anyway, that. No one's asking you. You say it's ask Lou, not exactly. ask Holly. I'm just saying I feel like you and my mom have definitely kept the fire alive all these years. And I think that that is definitely something that has given you longevity. You're still, you know... She, she still turns me. Is, you st are you saying that she still turned me on? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, you asked the question. I gave you the answer. And I appreciate You're it. You're a grown woman. I don't have to pull punches. Thank you. All right. The last one. If you had to do it all over again, what would you like to change the most, if I, anything? Instead of being born good looking, I should wish I was born rich right. instead of good looking right. and had money. It would have so made life true. so much easier. If you weren't the debonair. Absolutely. Swave and debona guy that I am. Totally. I, if I had money instead, I wouldn't have mind being ugly and fat, you know. Right. It would have been easier. But maybe you would have gotten a flat chested woman instead. I couldn't that's impossible. <laughs> that would have never happened. This is listen to Lou and his take on marriage. <laughs>